welcome to the Billowing Hilltop Podcast. Uh, I'm here with uh, Lucas and Graham and Paul and Dan. Hello, uh, everybody. Hello, Thanks hello, for everybody. getting up so early hello. this morning and coming with Way me up here. Uh, you're probably wondering why I've dragged you to the top of the tower of Blackwall Keep. Yeah, why? I'm not happy. Uh, 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 well, it I is. It, well, I wanted to pick oh a very me. clear day so that we could see. The weather's very different from when all of our heroes have been adventuring. Um, just just at the coffee. foot of where we are. Well, sorry, but I wanted just to get up so we could get a really good view. So if you j- follow where I'm pointing, if you look to the south, yeah, laid out beneath us, that is the mist marsh. It doesn't look very threatening in this kind of weather. It looks actually really kind of pretty welcoming. Misty. Yeah, it's a bit misty. It does look a little bit misty, but that's the general idea. Then off to your left, if you look over, that's shop, Mist yeah, right. Lake. And then behind that, what you can see over there, those are the Newell Mountains, silhouetted against the uh, rising sun. And beyond the Newell Mountains, well, who knows? Uh, mystery. The uh, frog wizards of uh, Bonds are uh, <laughs> the rulers there. <laughs> so there you are. You see, I told you it would be worth coming up here. And then if we look <laughs> over to... Have frog wizard? Uh, no, I've never been over the Newell Mountains, and, and frankly, we don't have the budget for the travel. On the yeah. right over there... You can see past the forest. Can you see just there's a bright blue point of light on the horizon where it is still night? That is the dome of the Keep of Evenstar, the city at the edge of the world, and beyond that, the lands that wait. Is it bigger? Is it bigger than Blackwall Keep? Because I don't know. I appreciate that the the keep is a little disappointing, but it is it is a good vantage point. We're a bit squeezed up here, and then over little bit further over, looking a bit further to the right, you can, kind of, you can see a break in the forest. You can see the, the, all the agricultural land around uh, Hoobie's Point. And then if you turn round and you face, okay, so we've got the hills behind us, you can't really see, but that ridge behind us, that piece of high ground, it's on the other side of that is Diamond Lake. That's how far we've walked out. And there we are. I thought we'd like to see uh, the, the little world in which all of our uh, action is set. Anyway. Thanks. You can go back to bed. We can get. Um, I've got a thermos of tea, but there's only enough for me. Now, well, there we are. You should have should have prepared. Anyway, um, careful on those steps. They're a bit slippery. Let's go back down. Yes. Okay. Try and be organised, people. Thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, it really uh, helps us if you rate and review in your podcast of choice, be that Apple Podcasts or Stitcher or Beyond Pod or whatever. And subscribe, of course. And without further ado, let us have episode. 32 shiny harpy people. Can we, can we go back to bed? Yeah, can we have breakfast now? Good evening, good evening. Uh, welcome. I'm here with Lucas and Johnny and uh, hello. Paul and hello. Dan hello. Hello. and Graham. Uh, where hello. we left things. Oh, <laughs> before we pick up the action, we have some questions from our listeners. Both of them. Uh, both of them. Well, <laughs> to be honest, <laughs> more than half of our of our readership responded when I posted a um, an appeal on Twitter for questions. To and one yep. of them was, "Why don't you stop? Please stop! Stop now!" More, uh, more than half would imply an uneven number. At least three. Mm. The I have to admit that the questions are a little. Anyway, let's do the first one. Is from somebody called Ed. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Ed's <laughs> question. Someone is. Paul knows, perhaps. Yes. It, well, I mean, we all know all the... Both so of them. Very, so very decent. The magic. He's a decent don't man. Don't break the magic, Johnny. Very decent man. Uh, Ed's question is, are you enjoying 5e, and what other game systems do you enjoy? Well, the answer is we're enjoying 5e, but we also like Pathfinder, and we also quite like Pathfinder 2. Yes, we do, don't we? Apart from the clerics in Pathfinder 2, which are... Quite like Starfinder. 
Starfinder's yeah, great. Starfinder. 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 Starfinder's great. Shadowrun. Bit Shadow of Shadows. Run. Yeah, Shadows is good. I actually quite like the Warhammer. Uh, Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay. Yeah, Certainly, fantasy that role was play. a great game. Good system. Yeah, Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay was a terrific game that we played too much of. Yes. Dungeon I mean, Bowl and Blood Bowl. Oh, well, they aren't role-playing games. They're not really role-playing Come on. games. But they are. They're not really role-playing games. Dungeon but, I mean, Bowl Dungeon, instead of Blood Bowl. Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay, there was a period in the... Some decades ago. Early 90s, where we would play like four Traveller. nights a week. No, but you don't actually play Traveller. All you do is yeah. generate characters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all you do is characters. Generate characters. Don't get killed. Generate characters. You have another tour of, of, of counterinsurgency. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then you join the Marines or try yeah. to get, yeah, yeah, and all of that. Travel yeah. was all about spending hours talking about the books, the, the rules in the books, but you never actually get far enough to play all those that huge. Quite fun, though. I'm going from Ed's profile picture, but he's not going to know what the fuck we're talking about when we talk about Traveller. He's going to have no idea. Traveller is a space game dating back to the. Yes, Traveller is an ancient space game, Ed. Yeah. Where you spent about two days rolling up a character taking this character through its entire backstory and career and then the game would start and the combat system was so lethal that you were lucky to survive the first 20 minutes and that was no traveler but it was very very good very atmospheric yeah uh so shadowrun we used to play an awful lot in the 90s shadowrun was good uh no better game for kind of teeth chattering automatic weapon fire and and huge handfuls of dice Yeah, that was a great. That's a great game. RuneQuest. Yeah. Oh, RuneQest, quite yes, good. Like RuneQuest. Did we ever nice take RuneQuest? To we did not a couple, really, but it was but just it nice good rules. Gamma World. Gamma World was good. It's not. Oh, Gamma World. Oh, Gamma World. Yeah. With oh, the, the, love Gamma World. That picture on the back of the white dwarf with the two fat women with in silver suits. No, Johnny, that's something else. That's anyway. <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't. It's Gamma World. Awful picture. One of your magazines. Special magazine. Yeah, that's a specialist magazine that you uh, get. Much more of that shelf. Big fat women in silver suits. (laughs) 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 Anyway, I. Extra. His question was, "Do we like Five E?" That's partly the question. I think it's. Well, his question was, uh, "Do you?" uh, Yes, we are. Really well. I thought. I think it's really well thought out. I, I think it's what they need to do now, though, is oh, is expand the the number of classes and the options which they're about to do, and then it'll be fine. To give a sort of slightly more technical answer, D and D five E is a big improvement on four, which was a disaster. Three was a great game. It remains to be seen. We haven't played high enough level yet because it's designed to have a longer sweet spot so that you can go up more levels and still the game is interesting. Basically, is we true. we used to play Pathfinder. Uh, first edition and it gets very unwieldy particularly for the dm where the monsters are like three pages of text completely unwieldy completely unwieldy um pathfinder 2 we've only played a little bit um pathfinder is a a great game i love pathfinder and it's much more complex and there's a lot more you can do with it and the combat's work in a much more sort of complicated way but i like i like both you know dnd is nice and simple pathfinder 2 They've made it less widgety. There's less system mastery in Pathfinder 2 in terms of running a character, but they have left all of those options in. So you can really play a little mini game, making sure your character is kind of optimized. And, mm. and the action it's so economy com- is still really complicated. I love the action and the new, economy. The new action economy is, the new action economy is great. Good, the yes. 5e has taken um, the core chassis of this D20 structure 
yeah. uh, the very simple D20 structure that 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 came to us with um, third edition Dungeons and Dragons, and uh, well, this is my view, and has removed enormous amounts of the complexity that surrounded that. Yeah. Uh, and as a result, it's a lot quicker and easier to play, and they have managed to nevertheless keep the feel. Uh, yes. Role playing games are so it's very difficult, very indefinable. You can look at the maths all you like, but it's all about the feel. They managed to keep the feel of Dungeons and Dragons alive. Yeah. I think it's. A massively successful thing. I think it's very clever. I do do miss some of the complexity sometimes. Mm. (laughs) You would know it from listening to us play because we (laughs) struggle, to be honest. Well, we struggle because we've we've played so many systems. I can't remember which rule applies to which system. That's the problem. There's a bit of that. Did that come from 3.5? Was that part? I can't remember. Five foot step. So one thing that we we are all used to is something that we're all familiar with, well, certainly Graham and I, is Morris and Ian World. Mm. Oh yeah. Ian Publishing. Now yeah. they are developing a 5e advanced rule set. Oh really? They really are. Oh, that sounds cool. I mean if they made the 5e a little more more complex, I think that would be really good. Okay, well we're not getting very far with our game, but we're going to do the other question. Should we do the other question? Well, I just Done first then. of all I'd just like to say Ed stop writing in. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, Ed stop. Yeah, it. too disruptive. Okay, here we go. Are you ready for the next question? Yeah, is this also from Ed? Who's this from? Who do we know it? It's from Smithy Mark 66 okay. on Twitter. And the question is, funny past games you played in? All of them. What? The one that I most remember is the John- dungeon that Johnny ran. It was this long oh. chase. When we ran into the classroom with the monk. It was the slave lords. And you were in the slave stockade. And you, um... We'd snuck in. And then basically we got discovered. We were running through classrooms and changing rooms. It became a bit like Benny Hill at the end with the sort of massive chain of people after us. Wasn't there a harpy in that adventure? Yeah. Like to me, yeah. Oh, it all comes back round. I think that, to me, sounds like a bit of you had to be there moment. Yeah, and I, was... the, I think the problem with funny D&D is it's funny when you're with your mates. Yeah. You had to be there. It's literally situation comedy. And you, yeah, you have to be there. You have to be in the thingy. But sorry, Smithy Mark. Uh, thanks for listening. But I don't know that we have much of a sense of humour. Let's well, pick up. I would the... say one thing. Oh. Not so much funny, but we've had some really, well, really that's not ex- on the question. exciting um, sessions where the sort of the tension has been really, really good so there was well, like I, um i think we had one the session this. with the wagon with the with the uh um with the nitroglycerine where we had to get to the bridge oh, we did it the, the, the dan's yeah malatzan well that, that was, was good uh, yeah you know where you really good. felt that the tension built up from the beginning based upon the movie sorcerer yeah based upon the movie sorcerer yeah none of this is going to make any sense to smithy mark um especially since you didn't ask the question but <laughs> i still think that Second edition Dungeons and Dragons. It might have been the age that we were when we played it. It might have been what kind of creative juices we had when we were playing it. But I remember the combats in second edition being yeah. the ones that went down to the wire the most. Yeah. I think it was perhaps because it was a perfect balance between the total rules absence of first edition and the superstructure that was third edition. There was just enough wiggle room in there for pretty much any outcome to be argued about and anything to be possible. Anyway, let's move yeah, on. Let's pick things right up. Right. Let's pick things up with Bugraft and Parker. Uh, where we left things, Cuthbert, intrepid Cuthbert, was creeping his way into this structure, which uh, our heroes believe is the lair of a tribe of lizard folk who have captured 
have raided a keep, a keep um, set up by the city of Evenstar on the northern edge of the Mist Marsh, the marsh in which they inhabit. They have raided that keep and captured some Evenstar soldiers, including a wizard, the wizard Marzana. Now, she is a friend of our old friend, Hustard uh, and our heroes have set off into the marsh trying to rescue them. Now, they found a structure in the marsh, uh, something that's clearly created. It looks like a sort of dwelling, but a large dwelling, uh, hundreds of feet across, uh, crafted, woven, uh, assembled from mangaroo trees and sludge and whatever. And Cuthbert is creeping his way into that structure. Now, uh, Bugraft and Parker were left behind, along with Burple and Sessions, but Bugraft and Parker got bored and decided to push on as well, following in the tracks of, or following in the path of Cuthbert towards this entrance. But they were not as fortunate as Cuthbert. Uh, Cuthbert was invisible. Cuthbert made some fantastic stealth checks, and he ghosted across the marsh and into the structure. Bugraft and Parker didn't do that, and they've clearly attracted the attention of some strange, enchanting and enchanted creatures. Johnny is convinced are harpies. Yes. Uh, but there is an enchanting, alluring, enticing song issuing from their west. And they have fallen under the spell of this song. And that is where we left things. I mean, five saving throws. <laughs> I'd also, Mike, I think you misspoke. You said they weren't as fortunate. I'd like to say they weren't as skillful. Just <laughs> a minor thing. Oh. I was going to block my ears. The only reason I didn't was so I could hear your cries when you're in danger. <laughs> let's. Uh, who's in danger? So please. <laughs> let's shut it. have. Oh, initiative. Uh, who's rolling initiative? Well, I'm rolling initiative and I've rolled a 20. Do I need to roll initiative? Does Cuthbert need to roll initiative? A 15 plus 3, an 18 for initiative. Okay, so 18 for Parker. Shall we all roll initiative? Uh, I think so, yes. 18 for Bugraft. An 18 for Bugraft. Uh, <laughs> Cuthbert rolls a 4. 11 for Burple. Uh, well, Cuthbert, yeah, okay. We'll worry about Cuthbert. We'll probably jump to Cuthbert every now and again. Sessions. Oh, sessions uh, rolls a 6. 6. Okay, well, it's not disgrace with a roll of a three, so you're... Cuthbert will pick up in a bit. Yeah. The singing continues. Let's go to Parker. Do uh, I have to make more saving throws? Well, we'll worry about that in a moment. Uh, first of all, Parker, you must... You feel compelled to move towards the source of the song. Yes. By the most direct route. Right. Uh... You aren't utterly possessed. You won't do anything suicidal in order to get to where you want to go, but you will. But you are obsessed with getting there. Right. So, so let's I stop, take your, you're saying I stop being stealthy and just move, move, move. That's precise. You stop being stealthy and you move, but and you move. You take the dash action if you can, if you have to, in order to move the sort towards the source of the song. The source of the song is to your northwest right so i can basically you can't see anything it's so dark no, but you could but off to the northwest off to the right of your path yeah and slightly behind you is where this song is coming from and you want to move that way well i move um 50 feet 
Okay, move yourself 50 feet. But that's a single move. If you insistent I take the... Well, it's move, difficult move ground. Move is 100. The swamp is difficult ground, so you can only move 50 feet if you move and then take the dash action. Yes, yeah, so Parker, you move, you pick your way through the swamp, uh, heading off to the right of where you were intending to head off, almost actually back level with your yes. companions that you left behind. Um, and all around you, you find yourself in a sort of stand of uh, marsh willow and mangaroo trees. And from all around you in these trees, the song is still filtering. Uh, you're going to need to give me some more saving throws. How yep. many? Can you give me three saving throws? I need to see them in order, though, please. Oh, okay. Wisdom. Uh, wisdom saves, yeah. Right. First one is a 19. So that'd be okay, 21. Okay, that's very good. Yeah. Okay, that's very good, yeah. Second one yep. is a five. So that's a seven. That's not that's, very good. That's not very good. It's not so good. And the third one? The third one is a seven for a nine. <laughs> Okay, uh, that's really not good. Parker, you're Parker. 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 Yes, m'lady. Do you remember I mentioned that underneath the general current of song coming from this area, there was a lower, almost more mellifluous, more enchanting song underneath it? Yeah? You feel yourself gripped by that song, Parker, and you feel yourself unable to move. Hmm. Okay. You feel like you've reached your natural home. You're you're standing there. You can imagine Parker uh, throwing his arms out to the side. Yes, tilting his head back in uh, bliss, looking up at the drizzling sky and feeling that he is finally home. His little glowy eyes, yeah, fritzing into the darkness. Okay. Let's move on to Bugraft, who's also who Bugraft has got to make three wisdom saving throws. Okay. Make your saving throws at the end of your turn, Bugraft. So first of all, you need to move in the direction of how? What's your move? Um, twenty. Uh, I think it's thirty actually, because I'm a light foot. Okay, so thirty. So you can move thirty feet overall because you can only move at half speed because it's difficult ground. Uh, 5, 15, 20. Okay, I'm there. Difficult ground. Bugraft works his way to his northwest, following Parker, heading towards this stand of trees. And now, Bugraft, at the end of your turn, you've got to give me three saving throws. Can you give them in order because the because one of them is a different number? First roll is a fifteen. Fifteen. Okay, it's a good number. Second, Second roll, roll is a. 19. Oh, seven, nine, a very good number. And then the third, third one, the all important a... third one, is a two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A two. Bug it's a four. It's a four. As you arrive in this stand of trees, sloshing behind Parker, yeah, enchanted by this song. You sort of feel like, what am I doing? You, you Can I use like, my Oort dice? Yes. <laughs> use your Oort dice. Roll that again, then add a d6. Okay, so it's uh, 12. 10. Plus 12. Two, and then a yep. 1d6. So yeah, 1d6. So I know what you don't want to roll. 12. Adding a. Adding a. Adding a 4. And you're okay, Bugraft. Great. As you, you sludge your way up towards these this stand of trees, uh, under the spell of this song, 
but as you get there you just get a moment and you just shake your head and you think what on earth am I doing and interact with an object I'm blocking my ears uh, yeah, I think my I'll, allow hands I'll allow that Burple you can hear this weird chorus of alluring song what do you want to do okay what, what I will do is I will head uh, west so kind of slight and slightly north you want to skirt around the northern edge of where you think the sound is coming from? Yes. Um, I'm thinking I can get closer by going by heading west and then beginning to, to head south. Yeah. Sessions? Yep. I will cast a light scan trip, conceal it under my cloak, and s- yes. squish off after Burple. Well, I'm not really sure why Burple's going in that direction. Well, that doesn't. Well, it's up to you what you want to do. Hmm. I mean, let me, I'll give you three options. You could follow Burple, which means heading effectively heading off to the west into the dark with the siren song or whatever it is off to your southwest. You can head towards the siren song or give me any kind of variation around that, or you can follow the path directly southwest, basically following Parker and Bugraft. I mean, you can go anywhere you want, but those are probably the three most relevant options. How, how far has um, Burple moved? Well, you don't know that. Uh, I'm assuming it's a it's a move. move. It's, it's yes. You can move your standard move with a with a move and the dash action because it's difficult ground. Can I still see him with my? Um... Do you have dark vision? No, but I have a light spell. I thought you were can... hiding that under your cloak. I am hiding it under my cloak. So, no, you can't see him. Right, so he's disappeared into the dark. Can't see him. I think I'll just stay put then, following the original plan. Fair enough. Let's, uh, Cuthbert. Let's change scenes to Cuthbert. Right then. Cuthbert is going to move mm-hmm. 15 foot, that quarter move, further in. There's a three way junction I think I can see. Yeah, give me a perception check and a stealth check. A perception check. I will roll. And I get oh, a 14 on the perception. Mm, 14's all right, actually. Yeah, and they give me a stealth check. A stealth check is going to be a 19. Okay. Stealth check is terrific. The perception check, the snoring you heard, mm-hmm. is coming from your right. So as you're heading south towards this little junction... Coming from the yep, west. It's coming from the west, exactly. Okay. Well, that's my round. Is that all you're going to do? It's a, a quarter speed move move. Okay, well, that's terrific. Uh, let's fast, go. Efficient. Now back to Chaos of Disaster. Fast, fast-ish, efficient-ish. Let's go back to um, Chaos. No. Indecision. So do Bad I get things. some more saving throws? You do, when your round comes up. Uh, when your turn comes up, Parker. Which Before that, uh, bad things happen. So, uh, Bugraft. Yes. From the trees around you, figures swoop down. They are... Uh, harpies. Please send someone their harpies. They have the, the upper body is like a female human. <laughs> <laughs> the lower body is reptilian. What do you know? Mermaid? Sorry. Reptilian. Skate legs, clawed feet, clawed hands, knotty fingers. They're not attractive. Uh, Go on, I say can't it. bring my... Say it. It's so annoying. <laughs> <laughs> they are a yes. creature of my own. <laughs> 
of my own no, creation. Yeah, they, they are. Twenty-six episodes, and he they're finds... called <laughs> they're called Harples. And he finds... Do you mean it's not Bramall? No, no, no. Oh, you say the same thing often. Wrong. <laughs> that was hilariously wrong. The whole it's brown mold doppelgangers. No, could have been. Could have been, been. No, it couldn't have been. But I'm right now, aren't I? Yes. Uh, Harples. They're a new creature. Uh, they're in the same area. They're in the same book where I keep all of my homebrew creatures. They're next to bear owls. <laughs> <laughs> they're called peahog. And uh, yeah, the bear owl. Oh, the bear owl. I miss a little bear owl. Well, anyway, the baby bear owl. These creatures swoop down on you, Johnny. Why me? I'm only a little hobbit. Tasty. Oh, tasty. Favourite food. To grab you and take I, you off there. A little <laughs> hobbit. But I'm not charmed. I point to the bald-headed guy with the eyes. Don't like worry. The, the plenty for charmed him. guy has got enough problems as it is. Uh, from the trees, these creatures swoop on you. Dugraft. The first creature swoops down and strikes at you uh, with a with its claws yep yeah. rolling with its attack rolling a seven on the dice hold off a great armor class ten no and it also attacks with its club it's got a club in one hand does it have any advantage to attack in any way uh <laughs> Oh, but think about that. Thanks, Paul. Because Whose that's, that's side a... are you on? No, of course he doesn't. <laughs> <sighs> no, I don't think so. Uh, but thanks, Paul. Thanks for um, pointing that out. And we'll, I'll bear that in mind later. When, uh, <laughs> You're turning against me. Yes, I know. Rolling, uh, bollocks. Rolling a six. Arm across nine. It's no good. The next one swoops down upon Bugraft. First attack with the claws. Hits armor class. Oh, he's jammy. This is jammy. rubbish. I should have had. I should have put harpies. I should have put harpies in this encounter. They're so much more lethal. Mm. And rolling. And Ooh, what a load of crap rolls! Final one. Everything running on. Everything. Everything riding on this one. Here we go. First attack with the claws. Oh, hello. Arm claws nineteen. To hit. Pride comes before a fall. A constitution save. DC thirty five. Uh, you take the following damage. You take uh, four, eight points of damage. Eight. Ouch. And then it attacks with its club, hitting armor class. Ooh, 17. So hit. 17. Lovely. Uh, and the club does a d4 plus one. Uh, it's not very much, but there we go. You, you never know. Three points of damage. Okay. Now, let's talk... Parker. Parker's in big trub. Sorry, can Parker. you just clarify whether they're flying off or they're right next to me? In which case, could you put the characters down on the map battle map? Their characters are on the battle map. I can't see them. Any chance you could just brighten the screen a bit? I can see them. I can see them. Mm. I can see them. Okay, I'll brighten this. Yeah, why don't you brighten the screen a bit? Mm. Oh, that's what the place looks like. <laughs> 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 I usually have it quite low. Yeah. Yeah, oh, really? Yeah, 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 okay. <laughs> uh, oh, so I'm in trouble then. <laughs> You're not in as much trouble as Parker, who is in quite serious trouble. Parker, from the little kind of sludgy pool yeah. at your feet, 
Oh dear. Uh, you're too blissed out to notice this, but uh, uh, slithering up from the dark, a large form appears. Naga. Trust in me. It's a naga. Uh, it's some kind of enormous snake, Parker. Yeah, naga. Right. And what it does is it wraps itself around you. Do I not get a save? Or... Parker, I'm sorry, the news is not good. Um, first of all... Always me. Why always me? Uh, first of all, it grabs you, Parker. Or at least attempts to. Now, you are paralysed. And there's nothing good about being paralysed. Uh, any attack against you is an automatic hit. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and is automatically a critical. I mean, there's not much else I can say about that. I mean, I'd, I'd like to soften the, you know, sweeten the pill, soften the blow. Go on, just get on with it. <laughs> so first of all, it attacks at advantage, but any attack is a critical hit. So let's roll the attack at advantage. Mm-hmm. Uh, it First of all, it attacks with its constrict attack. Uh, and it hits armor class. Do I not get uh, first dexterity roll, bonuses? 17, that may not be enough. And stuff. We'll worry about that in a moment. Um, what's your armor class? 22. So that's a miss. And then the second attack is a miss. And then it tries to bite you. Yep. Yep. First attack, the first roll rather, hits yeah. armor class. I don't think that's going to be enough. That is armor class 15 is not enough, is it? And because it's an advantage, armor class 20, also not enough. So this thing slithers out of the murk and misses you spectacularly. I thought you were a goner there. Parker, it's your turn. Now, uh, you are still charmed. There's nothing you can do, but at the end of your turn, uh, you need to make two saving throws. Wisdom. At the end of your turn, yes. One is relatively easy, one is more difficult. Let's start with the easy one. Right, and until then I can't do anything because I'm paralyzed. That's right. That's right, you're paralyzed and incapacitated and charmed. Use your autodice. Yeah. Or you I mean, could, it could wait. be worse. It literally couldn't be worse. Go on. We'll do that. And this is the easier one to do. It's a nine, nine and add a plus six. A three is twelve plus two is fifty. Uh, okay, and then you've got your second saving throw. This is the one you really want to make. This is the one against the lower, more mellifluous, more enchanted. So was the first one a save? First one was a save. Right. This Rolling. one is a nine. Ooh. Dear. Uh, okay. Wisdom, nine. Yeah. Okay. So you've shaken yourself free of one of the alluring voices, but I'm afraid you haven't shaken yourself free of both of them. Bugraft, it's your round. You are free to act as you wish. You've got three of these things around you. Right. Is there still singing? I mean, I've got my ears. They're singing, but ears. you feel like you've shaken it off. Okay. And this singing is coming from these things around him, and the snake. Well, you, 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 I mean, uh, are you? I think you might want to make some noise. Me, me. I, I'm going to start raging. Well, <laughs> right, okay. Uh, Nobody's going to take me alive. I say that pretty loudly so they can hear me across <laughs> the other side, <laughs> the side of the marsh. Um, and then I'm going to attack the one to the south of me. Okay. Um, so I will. Uh, 
add 7 to this. Yep. Actually, I've got to add 7. It's uh, 22. Is it hit? Absolutely. Oh no, I'm raging, sorry. Yep. And? Uh, How difficult can it be? Um, 11 points of damage. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, does it look, uh, yes, it does look wounded. Is that it? Have you got another attack or not? Um, can I move? Shall I move out of the way? You most certainly can. There might be an attack of opportunity on you. Um, which way is Paul? <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Uh, Raft, you're trying to work out which way Cuthbert went. You think yeah. he's almost directly to the south of you, but really quite a distance. You made it about a third to a half of the way to where you think Cuthbert was going. Cuthbert told you where he was going, right? He said it's about a hundred and something yards to the southwest, and he padded off into the darkness. You made it 40, 50 yards in his tracks, on his trail, before becoming uh, enchanted by this song. So it's dark, you're not quite sure where you are, you're sort of following your nose a little, but you think that if you were going to try and go after Cuthbert, he's probably 50 or 60 yards sort of south of you, sort of really? west of you. Raging okay. to run away. I'm, I'm going to move to the south. Now, do you draw an attack of opportunity by doing so? Yes. Okay. But from all of them, Yes. yes. They just okay. get one attack, don't they? Each. They Each. get one attack. The first one hits armor class. It's not good, good enough. Second one hits uh, Second one hits armor class 18, 19, 21. Yeah. Um, I might as well roll the attack for the other one. Uh, oh, rolled off an 18 of four. So one, one hit on you with its claws does 2d4 plus one on that attack of opportunity. Doing a total of three, oh, seven, eight points of damage. <laughs> right, so I'm raging, I'm, so I only take four points. Okay, and you're splashing south, heading off in the general direction. I'm making quite that a lot of noise. Cuthbert went into. Yeah, got it. Going this way. Uh, Burple. Burple, <clears throat> you are padding your way west. You hear, to your southwest, you hear Bugraft quite clearly, quite distinctly say something like, no one's going to take me alive! Uh, you hear squeals, you hear the sound of combat. Uh, you think you're probably two rounds worth, two turns worth of movement away from where you detect that to be. And your sense of the nature of this enchanting song is that if you went that far, if you, if you, if you zeroed in on that location, you would be at risk of being enchanted. I'm going to... Can I block my ears? Yeah, you can. You would have thought minimum you'd get advantage on saving throws. I wouldn't be able to hear where everybody is, though. So, and That's I, right. You say, I'm three rounds, you say I'm three rounds away. You're a couple of rounds, or a couple of turns of movement away, bearing in mind that you're moving at half speed. Yeah, okay. Well, I'll have another round of movement then. Okay. Are you blocking your ears? Yes. Fine. And let's move on to sessions. Sessions, you're sitting there. Your tea has brewed. Yeah, but I can now hear Bugraft... Over here, you hear Bugraft. Bugraft is a probably I don't know how many tens of yards to your southwest. Okay, so I you I'll, west southwest. Yeah. Oh, I mean, it's all very difficult in the dark. Yeah. You know, I'm gonna move southwest down the path, following Cuthbert's track. Yep. Yeah. Which is the way that Bugraft and Park originally went. That's yep. exactly it. Yes. Yeah. Um. But I'm going to be wary of this. Um. 
song sound, yeah? I don't really want it to get louder. Okay, yeah, I understand. So, so if I feel that you're... If, I, if it's getting louder, I'm going to move more sound. You're going to skirt it. Yeah. 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 So, uh, yeah, I'll move southwest, but if it's getting too loud, I'm going to start moving more south, and I'll move, move down. So Understood. that will take me about 30 feet down the path. Got it. You feel at the end of your uh, turn's worth of movement that you can kind of think you might be able to hear something small, inadequate and cowardly crashing <laughs> in the same direction as you through the swamp in the dark. I, well, I almost certainly recognise that as Uncle Bugruff, don't I? You can small, hear, cowardly and, and crashing. Wow. You can hear the beating of wings and, the, uh, uh, and this strange song to your northwest. You're not... You don't... You think you're sort of not close enough to be enchanted by it. Uh, you're not really sure, but you, you you think you're safe enough at the moment. Okay. Uh, and we move on. Uh, we jump back. We, we uh, the scene dissolves back to the lair of the lizard folk and Cuthbert. What do you want to do? Well, I think the obvious question is: is that can Cuthbert actually hear anything of what is going on? Oh, give me a perception check. Okay, I'll give you a perception check. Ooh, nine. You hear some sounds from uh, behind you in the swamp, but it, nothing there tells you that there's anything to pay particular attention to. Maybe it's wildlife. Okay. Maybe it was just your imagination. All right. In which case, I'm going to proceed south just yes. a little bit further so that okay. and I can yeah, yeah, yeah. see. And you, yeah, you can see some stuff. I can see some stuff. Because I was at the cusp. Uh, you have a passageway that leads off to your mm, sort of northwest. Yeah. You have an alcove straight in front of you. Also leading off to your south is a little staircase. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then leading off to your east is another passageway. What would you like to do? I think the alcove, because it's it's the most kind of... Well, you can see the alcove without going into it. It fills the southern end of the intersection. Yeah. yeah, there are there are a few javelins there. There are some wooden clubs uh, that are decorated with shells. Mm -hmm. There looks like there's a water pot, a, a big clay pot with what looks like less than the usually green and sludgy water in it. Yeah, okay. Um, and there's mosquitoes everywhere. That's what you can see to your south of the alcove. To the to your east, it branches away. Um, there's a very strong smell coming to you from your south. You think from down that little staircase that you can see. Okay. Yep. There are flies buzzing around in that area, and there's a stink of waste. Mm -hmm. That's what you can sort of detect from heading that way. Um, the passageway that heads off directly to your east, there is a scattering of something at the far edge of your vision as it, as it uh, leads away from you. It's bird shit, Cuthbert. Okay. Yeah. And then the passageway that leads off to your northwest uh, is there's nothing particularly interesting about it. There's it 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 seems to be well trod. No need to make a survival check. Uh, it seems to be frequented. Yes. Yeah. And that's where the snoring is coming from. Okay. All right. I think we've learned an awful lot about what Cuthbert did, and we're going to go back yep. to the others, and we'll pick things up with... Okay, so, Parker. Right. What saving throws do I have to make first? First of all, you 
Can I do anything on my round? No, not? You, no, not yet, because the bad things happen first. The bad things happen. So this snake is going to try, uh, this giant constrictor snake is going to try and grab you again. Yep. Oh, God. Because you didn't make the it's... critical saving throw. Uh, rolling is like advantage. Oh, oh, the 20. Well, it makes no difference, does it? Okay. It makes no that difference because it's always a critical uh, because of your state, because of your current predicament. Um, Parker, you take the following damage as a result of being constricted. I can't pretend that this is going to be good. In fact, Parker, it's going to be double plus ungood. Uh, is that including the critical that's uh, 26 that's not the end of it uh, that's 30 oh. points oh. of damage Oh, ouch doomed that's now the first Parker hit. are you alive I'm still alive okay On you're Carolina. constricted Parker I'm yes alive. that means that you're grappled Yes. Uh, and that is that for it. But, and you're going to get the opportunity to try and shake off your whatever. But first... I don't get an action, though, do I? Uh, not yet. It's not your go yet. It's not your turn yet. Mm. We're running the turn of the, of the bad people. We have some other bad people to organise. Uh, uh, we have uh, these harples, these creatures of migration. No, so the... Um, Bugraft, you are fluttered after by these bad people. Yep. Uh, first one hits armor class 21 with the claws. Is that a hit? It is a hit. Right. Right, um, so do your okay. damage and then I'll have a reaction against it, which is called Wrath of Storm. Okay, so the first uh, attack does 2d4 plus 1 from their claws, rolling uh, 7, 8 points of damage. Ooh. Uh, yes, I take half damage. That's what that Wrath of Storm does, yeah? No, no, it's no the that's raging. what Raging does. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, and then the second attack with the club from this thing, rolling a ten, armor class 13, that's not going to be no. enough. Okay, so what's your reaction? It's called Wrath of Storm. Um, it, I don't need concentration or anything, it's not a spell, it's not like I can, can't do it when I'm raging. Um, within five feet, I use my attack. Uh, sorry, I use my reaction. It's going to make a dex saving throw. Yep. Take 2d8 lightning thunder damage or thunder damage. Uh, do you get to pick which one it is? Well, the, the first one that I damaged previously, I'm going to... No, no, no. I mean, is it lightning or is it thunder damage? Yeah, I can choose. Yeah, but is it you lightning You need to choose which damage? one are you choosing. Um, it's not a difficult question. One begins with an L, one begins with a T. Lightning. Lightning. Okay, so I'm going to make it... The wrong one. What was the DC of the saving throw? Well, roll the 19 for the save. That's half 2d8, save the half. Okay. So it takes two points of damage. That's more rubbish. Oops. Uh, it, it laughs. The second one rolls a 12. 15, is that a miss? It's a miss. And then the second attack, uh, seven only a miss. 10. That's also a miss. And then the third one rolls a an 8. Uh, an 11 which is not enough and another 8 Shit. so that I'm lucky I've got to get out of here so yep yep six attacks around yeah okay. yeah you've got three of them kind of flapping around uh, after you Parker we've dealt with he's in terrible trouble but Parker it is now your turn you're still paralysed Parker 
Right, so I get... So I can't do anything. Can't but you do action. get one saving throw. Here we go. A wisdom save. An eight for a ten. <laughs> it's just... Darker the news is not good. Okay. Bye-bye. See you again later. Bugcroft, it is your round on 18. What do you want to do? Right. Well, I am going to... I'm raging, so I am going to attack. Which, if I hit one of them before, is one of them weaker? Yeah, one of them is a bit weaker. Um, the one... Yeah, one of them is a little bit weaker. You want to target that one, yep. Yeah. Is that the northwest okay. or east one? Um, it is the one directly to your west. Okay, so I'll bash that. I'm attacking at plus six, plus seven with a plus one great silver greatsword. Okay. So I roll a 16 plus seven. It's 20. Yeah, it's 23. Yeah, that's, a, that's definitely a hit. Yeah. And I do 2d6 plus six damage. So I'll just roll sorry. <coughs> this plus six. Eight plus six is fourteen points of damage. Fourteen points of damage on this thing, and it's looking very unwell indeed. Uh, yeah, it's looking. It looks like it's seriously uh, in trouble. Can I do anything else? Um, Don't know. Can you do anything? I've got else? a reaction. Uh, no, I think that's. I think that's it. That's it. Okay, and we move on. To okay, what so is Bugcraft calling out? Just so we know. What are you calling out, or are you just making fighty sounds? Oh no, I'm shouting out over here. I'm being attacked by these what they're called harples. Harples. I'm being attacked by some harples. Pihars. There's three harples, <laughs> and Parker's being attacked by a big naga. Parkles being attacked by. Well, you don't know that, Johnny. Yes, so, my 43 what, years. At what point do it, can I see the snake? Uh, what's your dark vision? Sixty foot, I think. So, as you begin your round, Burple, you've, you've been skirting around to the north of the singing. You think. You've been, basically, you've been dead reckoning it since you blocked your ears, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, you think by dead reckoning that you've come sort of almost directly north of where you've heard the singing from. And you think that you're close enough to be in trouble if your ears weren't blocked. Uh, looking south in the dark, you can see uh, a stand of trees. Can you give me a perception check? A perception check, I can indeed. Uh, that one. Perception, man. We don't use passive perception enough. Seven. Seven's not amazing. Okay. Um, you can detect some kind of... You're not unblocking your ears, right? Through the trees to your south, on the other side of the trees to your south, you think you can see some movement in a little bit of... It's not It's not a moonlit night. It's, it's still drizzling and overcast. But nevertheless, you think you might have picked up some ripples or some movement or something through the trees to your south. Not far away from you. I mean, within... It's difficult ground. But what's your movement? Six? Six, yeah. The point is, I mean... I'm, I'm, can, yeah. is there a, can I see enough to identify something or someone that isn't a member of the party and that looks like it might be something I would want to target with a spell. Well, that was the seven on your perception check, so the, I'm kind of so saying no. no. Okay, got it. In which case, I will trigger a light spell on it. Yes. So you're, you, you're casting light spell, you can cast at a point in space. I can do it on a pebble. I can do it on an object. That I have you can cast it on an object. I mean, you could identify the trees that you're looking through. I suppose that doesn't really help. Does no, it's something that I have to touch. So I'll, I've got ah, that's a pain in the ass. Slingshot, bow and arrow. Well, I've got daylight. 
I can do a daylight spell, but it's a bit kind of sledgehammer's cracking up. Wow, <laughs> 60 yeah. foot radius, Sledge- bright light, and then 60 foot radius dim light. <laughs> That's like, quite handy. It's quite a lot of light. Yeah. Um, well, you, um, you know, what do you what, do what you I'm think? T- what I'm trying to do, Mike? Okay, so, mm-hmm. so what I'm trying to do is distract this thing, lure this thing away. So I'm basically doing a light spell gotcha. on a pebble and chucking yes. it uh, up to up to the thing to illuminate it, but also making noise, going, hey, what's going on over there? To Trying to draw I attention. Understand. So you're casting a light spell on a pebble, you're th- lobbing the pebble in the general direction of where you think that struggle is going on, to get a, basically to get a better look. But at the same time, you're waving your arms about and making a noise. Correct. Okay, well, I think that's a good round, and that's what you've done. Uh, the pebble, give me a, a for, it's a formality, but give me a, give me a, a give me a to hit roll. Um, I mean, if you roll something awful, then you've then you've thrown the pebble somewhere stupid. But otherwise, as long as you're generally in the right area, so uh, it, plus five. Okay. Yeah. Getting ten. <laughs> Ten is enough. It's close. It's, it's going mean, well. You know. I mean, I'm thinking of that golf shot where they're trying to get out the trees and they hit the tree and it bounces back. But I don't think it's, right. you know, it's not in that, that territory. Bad. I think you kind of lobbed it underarm. It's it's winged its way over this little stand of trees and it's landed. Close I'm enough saying, to get it. But it yeah, close like, enough and not, in, and not in a pool of water or anything where it's just gone sort of become obscured. Right. And you can see as a result of the light spell landing in that general area that you were right. Parker, you can now make out the shape of Parker, who seems to be in some sort of distress. He's not moving, Purple. He's not he's not doing anything. It's like he's I mean he might be dead. He's he's completely surrounded by the coils of a sort of an enormous snake right. that seems to be coming up from the the kind of uh he's knee deep maybe thigh deep in some kind of puddle under the base of these trees this thing seems to have come out from under the trees and can you give me another per- I'm going to be super nice here can you give me another perception check because you've now got some light in the area more light 10 it's better okay so that's that's what you can make out I think that's pretty good and I'm going to move on okay. to sessions has this thing noticed me is, uh, it, is it interested in yeah, me yeah 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 I mean I don't know if you can tell it doesn't sort of go oh what's that <laughs> who's this um, okay so there's a big light beacon over here somewhere now yeah yeah so you uh, uh, sessions over to your west out in the dark it's just a light spell further than further seemingly further away than where you think you can hear Bugraft battling away yeah you see a, a little arc like a little streak of light shoot from the north in a little arc and then land down off to your west uh I mean, the thing about light is it only needs to be where you're looking. It doesn't need to be where you are. I'm going to give me a perception check, uh, Sessions. It's not easy because it's not easy. There's stuff in the way. I rolled a 12 for a 15 perception. I think 15 is pretty decent. I think you can tell that where that light has landed, there's some kind of struggle going on. You can see figures. Well, you can, or not struggle, but you can see there's some kind of activity going on. There's some form. Uh, okay. There's some kind of movement. It doesn't look like a fight in that sense. Mm-hmm. But there's something going on over there. You can probably infer that that Burple is the source of the light and that he's thrown it there for a reason. But that's up to yeah. you to, to work to meta. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's up for you to metagame out. Uh, the, the, but there's a big light and Bugraft yeah. is shouting. Yeah. Okie dokie. Is it difficult ground, this bog? 
yeah. all of it is difficult ground. Yeah, I mean, there are some bits which are more difficult than others, so it's abstracted a little. Because, you know, sometimes you're really sloshing through yeah. almost waist-deep water. Other times you're springing across a bouncy tussock, which I know is something that we're all fond of. Gotta love a bouncy tussock. Oh, I love a bouncy I love to spring across a bouncy tussock. Of an evening. Yeah, yeah. All adults, you know, we all know what we're up to. Good hot shower afterwards. In uh, my go, yep, okay. then I'm going to plod a full round of movement, achieving almost nothing. Yep. Then I'm going to... Um, Channel Divinity Invoke Duplicity oh, to summon another spell. version of me. Mm-hmm. Uh, Can you target it? Yeah, good, good I'm going to put it here. Okay. Toward, in a straight line between me and the source of light. You're just going to... Okay, you're going to summon it. And then I'm going to move it as a bonus action another 30 feet towards the light. Okay. Yes, I understand. Um, it's hit the area of trees that this, this form that is being lit by this mysterious light spell mm. uh, is behind. It's okay. going to reach those trees. Yep. Mm-hmm. Is that you done? That's me. Yeah, that's my action, bonus action, and a move. Let's uh, let's switch our attention to Cuthbert. Uh, Cuthbert, Hello. we. I'm just going to do a bit of uh, whatever it is. Mappy change. Yeah, oh, there we well, go. Na- <laughs> well, that's map, that's not else. nappy. Mappy, yeah, not, not nappy. Well, at my age, no, not yet. Another year or two, and you'll be back. Matron, I need my dice tray changing. Cuthbert, you've you've prodded your way. Well, you've you've crept into this into this structure. You found an alcove opposite you. There's a water pot in there, plus a cistern, basically. Don't blame the cistern. And there's uh, some armament. There's there's a javelins and some shields and stuff. To your right, that is to your west. You can hear the sound of Crying? gentle snoring. Oh, snoring. To your east. It's quiet. There's a passageway extending off, and you can see that there is um, what look like bird droppings coating the floor mm-hmm. in that passageway. And then to your sort of just past the alcove, there's a there's a passageway that opens up to the south, and there's a noisome smell of kind of veg rank rotting vegetables and waste coming from there. What do you want to do? I think I'm again being ultra cautious. I mean, I'm. I kind of appreciate I'm taking it slowly, but I'm not about to start, unless I can really help it, driving down passageways. So the passageways... You are invisible, remember? I am invisible. Until Burple casts a concentration spell, obviously. I'm going to, again at quarter speed, I'm going to head down a passageway to my right, heading effectively west. Yep, got it. So I'm going to go move 15. Yep. Um, and you pad your way along. The snoring is... It starts to curve its way north again. Yep. Yep. It's like you've come down... Uh, it's like you've come down a slope and then you're sort of heading south. Heading southwest. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then it's popped up like a hockey stick. And you you can see in front of you um, another uh, junction. The, the snoring is coming from a little opening to your north. So this little passageway runs up, splits into two. If you were if you were to go north, that's where the snoring is coming from. Uh, it also seems to turn to the south. That is, there's no particular sound coming from there. Okay. Well, I've done a move, move. So, I think at one point I need to open the adventure so I know what's going on. Mm. It's unconventional. I find that just gets in the way. I know. That's why they call me the Maverick. Uh, no, they don't. They don't call me anything. No, they do. They call me. <laughs> Dick face. 
McClure, <coughs> amongst other things. Um, and let's move on. Move on to the creatures. The creatures. So, Parker. How many hit points is Parker on? Mm. On eight. Twice as Parker many as Johnny. Parker is in. It's, this thing's not yeah. uh, not interested in my uh, intervention. I well, we're going to get to that in a moment. Um, this thing isn't. No, it's an animal that has prey. Um, this is not good. Uh oh. Um, basically, you're restrained and you're paralysed. Paralysed is the key one for the creature. Paralysed is a big problem, isn't it? Yeah, restrained is not terrible. The creature automatically fails strength and dexterity saving throws. So, basically, I have an attack on you at advantage. Except uh, you're constricting. Parker. Uh, Yeah, but the constrictor rules just says, until this grapple ends, the creature is restrained. Oh, okay. Um... Do I get my dexterity um, bonus? There's no such thing as dex- there's no such thing dexterity. Dexterity? Dexterity special agent. Dex. dex. Uh, no, you, uh, <laughs> you get none of. All of that is bundled into the um, advantage mechanic, right? Yeah. The advantage covers everything. You get your armor class doesn't move. Don't worry about any of that stuff. Your, argue, your armor class right. is your armor class, and it just stays okay. as such. Well, and I roll at advantage. Here we go. Here we give go. it a roll go. Advantage. Your armor class is chunky, right? It's Twenty-two or something. Is it a chunky monkey? It's a chunky monkey. Chunky. Chunky. It's chunky. Rolling at plus six. First roll. Getting a ten, which is not enough. And the second roll, getting a... Jesus, a four. Ah, yes. This doesn't seem anywhere near severe enough. I'm standing there. Well, lying there. Lying there. Purple. Yes. Things emerge from the tree. Marvellous. Uh, near you. Marvellous. <laughs> or rather, a thing emerges from the trees near you. Um, it flaps down and attacks you. Give me a perception check. Another I'm being one? nice here. Yeah, another one, yeah. Just because something's happened. 25. Hey, 25. Uh, purple. As this thing swoops down from the tree and your attention is drawn that way, you think you can make out another shape in that tree that's not swooping down on you. Right. Got me? Yes. This thing, on the other hand, is going to attack you with its claws and attack you with its club. Uh, the first it's not attack. Not going for the nearer target, then. What's the nearer target? Oh, you mean the thing in the tree with it? Yeah. No, it's not. It seems to be leaving that alone, almost as if it's. Another anyway. one. <laughs> uh, rolling a three. Fucking hell. Which is obviously a miss. And uh-huh. then the second attack with the club. Oh, hello. 18. Uh, that is uh, 18, 19, 21. That's going to be a hit. That's that a must hit. be a hit. Yes. You take a D4 plus one bludgeoning damage. Uh, you take uh, two points of damage. <laughs> Deux points. And this thing is, yeah, this thing is right up in your grill. It's ugly. It's like a kind of weird reptilian body and a strange warped scraggly human top half and that is it apart from Bugraft right where you're attacking me yeah doesn't Parker get a go well on Parker's round he gets a go yeah oh you mean attacking Bugraft sorry that's what you're saying attacking Bugraft yeah 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 yeah. so I'm just thinking about whether or not either any of these creatures are going to be distracted by your pretend person sessions yeah. I'm, I'm going to make a roll for the northernmost one. I think it's unlikely, but I'm going to number. No. Okay, so um, they attack Bugraft. They're not distracted by this thing. If I the shout, bu- there's something over there. 
Look, look behind you. <laughs> look behind you. Yeah, that works. Yeah, there's a. Uh... They go. Oh no, there isn't. <laughs> I'll say. Ah, oh, one of my companions has come to the rescue. Okay. Yeah. Does that work? No. The first one, therefore, attacking with its claws. So they attack a plus three. Here we go. First one, claws first, and then the club. Yeah. Uh, four hitting armor class seven. That's not going to be enough. And eleven hitting armor class fourteen. No. The second one, the northernmost one, rolls a nine hitting armor class twelve. Is not enough. And a one. Well, one lose all their goes. And then the last one. Uh, rolls a three, dearie me, this is going well. And this is going well. And it's oh, and two. some brilliant there rolls here. Keep Get going that. like that, Mike. Bollocks. It's really annoying. Okay, so that is it for the harpies and the snake. And we move on to Parker, who can't do anything. But at the end of your turn, throw. you get another saving throw against the paralysis. D20. I mean, you've been rolling garbage. Uh, 10 plus. What sort of save is it? What was it? Constitution? You know, it's a wisdom kind of save? save. What is it? 12 Ten? in total, then. Uh, it's not enough, no. Shit. Right, over in Cowardice Corner. to see if I haven't missed some rule or something about... About not being subjected to... No. I don't know, some extra bonus. I guess it's... it's got, what, what is it, like a DC 15 <laughs> Well, we're not going to discuss specific that's, numbers, that's gonna be 12, some, 12 is insufficient. That's going to be some kind of missed yeah. bonus. <laughs> oh, yes, look, I've just found a plus yeah. seven. Where yeah. was that all that time? <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Funny that. <laughs> Just appeared out of nowhere. I feel like Johnny's hit points. It looked like a one. <laughs> uh, also a bit like Johnny's hit points. Talking, uh, so in Cowardice Corner, we have Bugraft. What do you mean Cowardice Corner? I'm the only one that's fighting anything. It's so easy to... Um... Anyway, on you go. It's your round. Right. In... Turn. So I'm going to attack the one I've been attacking previously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the most wounded one, the one to your west. Yep. I am raging. Okay. And I'm using my plus one silver short the uh, uh, sword. Your plus one silver chip, 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 chip. Okay. Yep. Uh, great sword. Plus one silver great sword. Okay. So I'm rolling plus this one. Plus one silver great sword. Rolling yep. seven to it. Oh, a Thirteen. You can add anything you like to it, but that is a uh, no. That is a hit. In fact. Oh, right, okay. So I rolled 2d6 plus 6, and I rolled this, and that's 6. It's gonna be done. A 9 points of damage. You chop its head off. There's a fluttering of feathers, a squawk, and it squishes into the swamp at your feet. Johnny? Hmm? Johnny, with the, with the barbarian, are there kind of gradients of raging? Do you get pissed off merely annoyed and just not very happy well, as like, well. me, like Mean Machine yeah you can <laughs> dial it up not happy yeah, pissed off does. really annoyed the moment I'm kind of raging spitting slightly, slightly laid back raging <laughs> slightly slightly yeah, annoyed sli- peeved yes. yeah okay yeah peeved slightly peeved I'm on level one rage slightly peeved uh, not happy well is there anything else you're doing um Bugraft um, then I, I might actually step to the northeast five feet, so I'm not provoking any attacks of opportunity, but I am sort of encouraging them to head towards Somebody the else. fake Graham. <laughs> okay, I understand. You're encouraging... Um, yeah, you, yeah, I mean, you can see... Uh, yeah, you can see... That. Hold up, you haven't got dark vision, have you, Bugraft? I have. I'm a... I'm a, a, a 
No, I haven't touched him. Uh, am I a dwarf or a... You're a hobbit. <laughs> I'm a hobbit, sorry. But there's a light spell over here somewhere, yeah? The word dwarf. <laughs> yeah, the light spell is 20 foot bright. The light spell is 20 foot bright, 20 foot dim. Yeah. Really what I'm trying to establish is... I've got a light spell on my pebble, I think. On a pebble. Okay. Um, I'm just thinking um, whether or not you can spot Sessions is... What's it called? Sessions again? I keep forgetting. Invoke duplicity. My duplicitous alternative. Yeah, so whether or not you can see that duplicitous alternative to draw attention to it in the first place. Bearing in mind it isn't in itself lit up with anything. You don't have dark vision. Uh, Anyway, it doesn't matter. I was going to ignore... I was going to ignore your efforts anyway, so let's not let's not pretend that I was going to spend ages on it. Burple, yes, it's your go, Burple, and you are uh, you have a thing in your grill. Yeah, you have a a harple in your. Bar. I do. Well, first of all, I'm going to do dissonant whispers on the snake. Just uh, make sure I've got the range. Just make sure I've got whispers. Wisdom saving throw DC 14. Okay, I doubt this thing has got a um, a first class wisdom save. Let's have a look. Eh, I was wrong. Okay, so it rolls its wisdom save, uh, rolling a 14. <laughs> a 14? It, yep, rolling a 14. Uh, That's what you asked for, isn't it? But it's got a minus, uh, minus one. It's, I'm afraid it hasn't, it's just got nothing. It's just got, literally, that was, that was it. God, that's so annoying. And that doesn't do anything? Uh, it does, it does do some damage. It does do some damage. Oh, okay. Uh, but, yeah, 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 but not the full damage. It takes half 3d6. So it takes... Oh, dear. We're talking about a very big creature here. Three points of damage. Okay. It's I mean, racked with you pain. Think, you think you might have affected it a little, but you're not really sure. So weedy was your damage. It's racked with pain. Mm. Te- Maybe it's a bit racked of it with, is. It's racked with terrible pain. It's not just pain, but it's terrible pain. It, it may well be, but it might be such a small part of it, uh, and that part might be under the surface or something. Uh, it is your uh, time. Your time has come. Yeah. Okay, so my really cunning plan doesn't actually work. That's slightly annoying. Okay. Uh, but my slightly less cunning plan may work. So what was the cunning plan, for starters? That my cunning plan was to stand where the um, Invoke Duplicity spell is and cast a whole load of concentration spells at different times. But that won't work. Okay, because uh, it's a concentration, concentration spell, spell itself. itself. Yes. Always the problem. Mm. So okay. what I'm going to do instead, I'm going to shuffle as a bonus action the Duplicitous alternate me slightly closer to where I hear the um, uh, the burple combat. Yeah, got it. And then a non-concentration spell, I will cast aid. Good spell. Affecting burple, Parker, and Bugraft. I will wow, cast it awesome. at third yeah. level, yeah. giving them ten hit points each. Awesome. Now, awesome. only a an awful curmudgeon would ask yeah. about your ability to target people you can or cannot see with that spell. Well, I can certainly see Parker, yeah? Uh, Parker has got a light spell near him. Yes, yeah. you can see Parker. Do you see through the eyes of your aspect? Uh, no, I see through my own sense as far as right. I can Even tell. Even so, I think you can determine Parker. Yeah. Uh, Burple Bugraf- must be within 30 foot of the... Is he not within 30 foot of the... 40 foot of the light spell? 
he's only uh -oh. 40 foot away. Okay, so, yeah. Well, depends exactly where it landed. Maybe you need to decide the square it landed. No, I don't think we're, we're not going to split hairs. Okay, so you're saying that Burple is inside the light spell. So is Bugraft. Fine, fine. There you go. It's all right, perfectly be accounted for. So everybody gets X number of hit points each, and their maximum hit points goes up yeah, as well, by right? Ten. Wowzers. Yeah, and that's me, fast and efficient. And you've done. Okay. Um, let us and that's not a back. concentration spell. No, fine. Uh, Cuthbert. Hello. Let's go back to the lair. You're in this little passageway. Um, <clears> you're being... Through an abundance of caution, you've, you're moving extremely slowly. But you've reached a point where you can kind of head up towards a little opening, yeah. which seems to have this, this snoring issuing from it. Yeah. Or it looks like there's a passageway that leads off to your left. Obviously, or you can go back to where you came from, back to the kind of main entrance junction, as it were. What do you want to do? I'm going to heading towards the snoring very, very quietly. Okay, you're heading towards the snoring very quietly, and you make your way into a chamber, um, or rather to the entrance of a chamber, which I will um, describe to you. Please do. Uh, it's roughly circular. You think that the far wall of it would be kind of up against the edge of the structure. Yeah. So it looks like you've worked your way round into the structure, and then you've almost worked your way back round to the, its northern edge. Yep. Yep. Uh, it's some kind of, I mean, it, it will not surprise you to learn, some kind of sleeping chamber. And there are sleeping pallets on the ground. They look like they're made of swamp grass and mud. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, the walls are kind of the standard. So the uh, roots sort of twine all over the walls, mangaroo branches. But the floor has been, it's kind of clear. It's like a, it's not dry, but it's like a sort of flattened, muddy base. Yep. Yes. And there are a few lizard folk in here asleep on these pallets. You think... You're, you've got dark vision, right? Yes. You think there are four lizard folk in this uh, chamber, but can you give me a perception check? I can give, certainly give you a perception check. Just roll in that. I get a perception of 25. Wow. Okay, 25, Cuthbert. Um... Three of the figures are sleeping restfully, peacefully. Mm -hmm. One of the figures is not. One of the figures is on its back, and its back is slightly arched, and its head is slightly thrown back. And it is in a sort of state of rigor or uh, seizure, yes? But quietly. It's like it's gripped by something. Oh. And you notice with your 25 perception check that emerging from it on its surface is a sort of an infestation of little green worms. Yeah. Oh. oh, I'm not staying around here. I don't know if you can see green with your dark vision, but in that sort of zero dark 30 style, yes, yes you're, you're making your way round. You're picking out things by, I don't know how your dark vision is working, but you see in black and white. But yes, there are tiny wriggling forms on this thing. It's a You think it's alive. You think it's just alive, but it looks like something is going on with it. Um, the other forms who are sleeping peacefully seem unaware of its predicament. Would you like to do anything else, or shall we move back to the others? I mean, you've got... No, I've moved, moved. You've got an... You've, oh, you've, yeah, well, you've got the cunning action, and you've got your uh, mm. action surge, which, as everybody knows... <laughs> <laughs> I can't bring myself to do it. Isn't there another uh, passageway to the south? Yes. Uh, oh, well, absolutely. So, sorry. Yes. Very good point, um, Dan. Uh, Mr. Daniel P. Metagame. Um, 
He's standing there right is. next to it. Yeah, no, but I mean, yeah. yeah. See, my, my, my say, thinking... Isn't there a corridor there? My thinking is I've still got this this bag of all bearings. I could throw oh, a few in. God, these... Wake the rest of them up. Hopefully they'll see the green one. I'm not going anywhere near this on my own. Um, I think... You can see, a, yes, the passageway to your... that heads southeast, so you're in a sort of a triangle, if you like. Yeah. Yeah. The passageway you come up, which is coming... Uh, doing that angle, you've got a passageway that's heading down to the southwest, and then you've got this chamber opening to your directly to your north. All right, I'm gonna. Well, I will use my dash action, which will take me, uh, let's say, your cunning action. My cunning yeah. uh, takes me ten foot down to the south, and that's my round. Well, yes, but you can see a little bit more if you Ooh. head that far south. Okay. Um, and what you can see is that there is a little set of. It's very rough and ready, but a set of steps heading further down that seem to then bottom out at a passageway or an opening. You can see that that passageway runs directly west, but then drops down what looked like a rough set of steps that a little, again, a little bit like the Lair of the Grey Woodsman. Yeah. It's made by the packing of mud and earth in between transverse routes to form a set of a series like almost like trays filled trays to form steps leading down yep yep and then as they and they seem to curve away to your south as you're looking down that little passageway and then it seems to flatten you can just make out that it flattens out and seems to open up into another chamber and can you give me yet another perception check another perception check i roll much worse this time a 15 now 15 is fine you can hear more light snoring from okay that direction okay Thank and you. I think that is plenty for I you. I think that's loads. Thank you very much. Uh, Mr. Sneaky, Sneaky Cuthbert person. And we return outside to the swamp where the drizzle is falling and the frogs are croaking. And there is the spe- very rare and specific sound of the lesser green sedge warbler. But doing its only only once a year uh, <laughs> secondary mating call. How, what does it sound like? Well, I mean, nobody's really heard it, to be honest. Um, in fact, I think our listeners, our readers, will be the first people to hear it. Uh, but it is a cross between the sound of somebody tuning a bassoon <laughs> and, somebody, and somebody dropping a kazoo Please don't describe from, a, it. from the top of a lighthouse. Right, let's talk monsters. Let's talk monsters uh, attacking people. Let's start with Bugraft this time. So the first Harple on Bugraft uh, rolling at plus three. It's on across 15, which is not enough, or is that enough? Not enough. Um, the second attack with the club, 16, hits armor class 19. That's a hit. That's a hit for the club damage, which is a D4 plus one bludgeoning damage. Bugraft, you take a further five points of damage. So that's rounded down, is it? Uh, yeah, yeah, you take four, Two. round four, yeah, yeah. And then the other Harple uh, rolls a five, which is going to be a miss, and a nine. And then fight and let's do the harple that's attacking the harple on Burple. Harple on Burple. Attacking with its claw, it rolls a six, which is a nine, which is not enough. And, and then it dice rolls. And Absolutely an eleven, which is abysmal. a fourteen, which is not enough. Miss. Damn it. And then with advantage on Parker with his massive armor class, running at plus six. Rolling an 18, hitting armor class 24. That's going to be enough, and I don't need to make the other dice roll. 
It's a critical <clears throat> on Parker. Go on, do the your damage. Worst. Well, I yeah. am literally going to do my worst. Yeah. Um, does it want to draw a card? I don't think it does. I don't think it's appropriate because I think that um, uh, the card is never going to come up with the right with the right kind of damage. Yeah. It's never going to be appropriate. So it's just vastly inappropriate. Let's roll the damage on Parker. 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20 points of damage on Parker. Right. Well, I was on 18, so now my relentless endurance kicks in and I'm on 1. Yes, that's right. Uh, and it is your turn, Parker, during which you can do nothing but this <laughs> make your saving throw. This is the time, Parker. I mean, you know, you really want to make that roll. What is your what is your what is your wisdom saving throw bonus? Two. So Two. hold okay. on, one question. Yeah. Um, You've always got a question. Yeah. What's yeah, the question this time? First of all, is it about um, the planetary system? No, I have this uh, elemental attunement thing, which allows me, as an action, you can briefly control elemental forces within thirty feet of you. A harmless sensory effect, flight or snuff a candle or a campfire, chill or a lighter can campfire, chill or warm, one There's pound. There's no campfires nearby. No, but what I'm saying is, can I you do can something like create some flame in front of his eyes? And even though harmless, would distract him and cause I him mean, to make a, to aid me in my... Okay, okay, so, so first the paralysis, all, paralysis. Whoa, whoa, whoa is, you're so you're very loud, Lucas. Oh, sorry. He's getting so excited. Paralysis. You're about to kill his character. What do you, yeah. Give him a chance. Yeah, but I mean, it's just it's just that it's it's I'm you know I can't concentrate yeah. because my ears are Hang bleeding. On, Let me just turn <laughs> So the paralysis, <laughs> I have to save against, but at least that way it will be distracted. For the so restraint. I can't hear anything now. Right. Let's just be clear on one thing, Lucas. Yes. You're not being paralysed by this boa constrictor. Right. Not so bad. it doesn't matter what you do to this snake in terms of flames and so forth. It's not going to affect your paralysis one whit. You're being paralysed by the siren song. Right, but I might elsewhere. at least be able to take an action in that the restraint... Would, because the thing is, if I make this saving throw and I'm no longer paralysed, yes. in my next round I'm still going to have to take some kind of action to get out of being restrained. So you what are, I'm saying yes, yes, is, yes. if I can do something in this round, even though I'm paralysed, in terms of removing the restraint, then that means in the next round it makes me... Well, A, it means it gets a, it doesn't get this advantage attack on me. Is this a bonus action? Uh, as an action, you can briefly control elemental mm, forces. Okay. I'm just trying I mean, to see okay. if I can shock it or yes, something. Yes, no, what you're trying to do, it. I know what you're trying to do. You're trying to frantically... I can hear the sound of the... Is that the sound <laughs> of a barrel? <laughs> Somebody's already yeah, broken through scraped, the bottom of yeah. the barrel and they're scraping yeah. on the ground yeah, under the barrel. Got you're trying try to turn... I think you can conjure some flame in the face of this creature. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Causing um, it to Causing it to immediately drop you and flee. <laughs> no. It, what, no. It, what it's going to do is... I th- Okay. Well, okay. Right. It might distract it. to remove the restraint. Well, not now, because it's okay. your turn, right. Parker. But here we go. It doesn't matter, right. because you're going to roll the number you need. I know what number you need. Uh, I'm going to roll... The number 17, you need. 19 in total. You are no longer paralyzed. Right, Bugraft, what do you want to do? Right, are either of these Harples... Aretha Franklin. Wounded. 
No, neither of them seem to be wounded. Not, at least not. Okay, I'm attacking one of the Nagas. Right, so roll a... The Nag... Oh, yeah, sorry, Harples. Yep, got it. 19. It's a hit. It's a hit, yep. Okay, and I do... Do you mind which one it is? I pick one, yeah. Um, the one to the west. Yep, got it. So I do 8 plus 6 is 14. Okay, that's a solid, solid thump. It looks unwell, or maybe bloodied. Don't want to overdo it, but it, it's in that sort of territory. Uh, purple herpish, purple herpish. He's the purpish with the purple herps. Uh, I'm going to do dissonant whispers. Can I have a wisdom save on the on the snake DC 14, please? I fail yep, this one. Please. Shock. Can you fail it this have one, any please? wisdom. Fail. It fails. It fails. It fails. Right. Okay. So it first of all takes 3d6 point of damage. Yes. Ah, uh, God, five. I just keep rolling bloody ones. Okay, five points of damage, but mm-hmm. it has to use its reaction to run away. Yes, I understand. I understand absolutely. Uh, which it does with Parker. No, I think. <laughs> <laughs> the thought had occurred. Just, just <laughs> if he starts, was dead, that he would have swallowed, considered to have swallowed. Starts, yeah. yeah, it just <laughs> starts rolling. It just starts rolling away. Uh, no, okay, so it. Let me just make sure that snakes are not, you know, but they aren't, are they? No. Okay. It kind of, I don't, I think the most logical thing is that it would just drop or uncoil from Parker. Yes. Yep. And has it got to head away from you? Yes. From, it has to use, use its reaction to move directly away from you. I'll read it exactly. If available, to move as far as its speed allows away from you. Fine. Okay. Uh, well, it's, that's what it will do. And its speed with its reaction is a single move, correct? Yeah. Uh, it drops Parker and it moves south away from you to the extent of its move, which is Three. about 30 feet. Oh, it's moved six, that's it? Well, that's its move. Yeah, is that right? Have I got that right? It's not It's not affected by the difficult ground. It's not affected by the difficult ground, no. Got it. Um, and Parker, unsupported, falls... Paralyzed into the water. Paralyzed no, I know. I know. I know. Parker is Parker is free from the snake. Very, very good round from Burke. I haven't moved yet. Okay, well then off you go. Uh, I will. Oops, that's the wrong thing. I will then move mm-hmm. to to just two squares, kind of south around well, that so harpel. Staying in, staying in touch with the harpel. Staying in touch with that harpel. But moving within a move, move of Parker. I understand. And yes, I will, get it. I will call to Parker to move to me. Move to me, Parker. Move to me. Sessions. Okay. I shall waddle uh, slightly to the uh, west. Waddle to the west. Waddle, waddle, waddle. Here it's comes the, the cavalry. Yeah, if I could find me little piece. Ooh, is that appropriate at this moment? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anyhow, no. I'm three squares to the uh, west. So you're heading west, a few squares. Yeah. Yep. You're heading west about 15 feet. Yeah, yep, that's my move. Then as a bonus action, I will yep. waft my alternate self next to Parker. Yes. About 30 feet, so I should move him right next to him. And then I will uh, cure wounds on Parker. Very nice. From the aspect. Yeah. From the aspect. Does uh, Lucas want to roll this, or thank, are you going to roll it? You, I will no, do. Roll it. I will cure wounds on you at second level. So that's two d eight plus. You roll it, three. and I will be He's grateful for whatever you get. You sure? Yes. 
Okay. No. Ten. <laughs> well, I'm not that grateful. Well, excellent. No. <laughs> no, it's good. Ten points is great. Better than a poke in the eye with a um, sharp Burn stick. stick. Yeah. Burn stick. Yeah. Yeah. yeah muddy Whatever. pole. And uh, we move on back into the lair of the lizard folk and with Cuthbert. Cuthbert, uh, you're another decision point. You found this chamber to the north, which has got these sleeping lizard folk in it and one who seems to be afflicted by some kind of worm-based nastiness. You've left them and then you're now heading east down a new passageway. You feel like uh, Cuthbert, that you're you're near, you're you're kind of you've only got a, you've only got a sort of what's the word, uh, an an estimated sense of the size of this structure, but you think you're sort of quite deep into it now. Yes, um, I'm a scout, but I'm not going to go. And... I think the technical term is a probe, isn't it? No, no, no. Yep. Mm. we've inserted a probe, probe into, into the tunnel. Opening. Probe one. I think I'm going to head back and start investigating the bird dropping area. So I'm going to move again another 15 back yep. around the tunnel. Yeah. Can you make us? I uh, haven't been making. I have been remiss in you not have. making you make stealth checks. Yes. Um, but now I've remembered. So can you give me a stealth check advantage just to cover this this bit of movement? Yeah. So the first stealth check's 15, and the second stealth check fine, is fine, fine, 18. Fine, fine, fine. I mean, basically, it's an audible, it's an audio stealth check, right? Yes. Because you're invisible. So, okay, and smell because your 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 senses or your instinct is that lizard folk, you know, mm-hmm. that they are are uh, proficient smellers, <laughs> whatever that is. However, anyway, we whatever, hope that they yeah. can smell green worms. Uh, well, you don't know about that bit. Anyway, so you're heading back the way you came. Yes. And that's it. That's, that's it. All. You're done. That's it. I'm done. Wow, that was super quick from Cuthbert. Okay, uh, moving back to the swamp. And we pick up the action with the creatures, the bad creatures. Now oh, stuff is about yeah. to happen. So the first thing that's going to happen in terms of bad creatures is there are two harples on Bugraft. The first harple attacking Bugraft uh, with a claw rolls an 8 for an 11, which is a miss, and rolls a 1. The second Harple rolls an 18 for a 21 with a claw. Yeah, <laughs> not laughing now, are you? No, uh, doing 2d4 plus 1 with the claw. Um, uh, 2d4 plus 1. Doing a total of uh, 5, 6 points of damage. Okay, and so then the club, a, yeah, and then the club attack. Uh, it's a two, so that's a miss. You're rolling so rubbish. Hopeless. Now rubbish. let's deal with this uh, snake. What is it going to do? Uh, isn't it still <laughs> under the? It's not. Well, it's, it, it it's might do burn. It's going to try and hit you and do do M. But in f- no, I'm going to make a roll. Here we go. Let's have a look here. What number am I getting? Thirteen. The snake is off. Yeah, uh, the snake is going. The snake's a, an animal. It's not enthralled to anybody. I don't think it's been spooked, and I think the logic is for the snake to go. So the snake is going to slither off into the dark, away from Parker, and the source of its fear, and you mean you all of that. Just yep. save me from uncertain death. <laughs> no, I haven't saved you from uncertain anything. Uh, um, <laughs> 
you could make an some somebody could make an intelligence check or an insight check, an in, an, an intelligence oh, check or um, a survival check. Well, no, well, or somebody two, could. So it's no, okay. Well, it's you're not quite crap, sure. Whatever it is. Let's not peer too deeply into the mind of this reptile, Lucas. But for some reason, uh, freed of easy prey and potentially free of something else, and spooked by forces unknown, it's decided that it's really just a swamp creature and it's not bothered. Yeah. Now, Burple is being attacked by a Harple. Harple and Burple. It rolls with the claw. It rolls a three, which is not going to be enough. It's going to be a six. And with the club, it rolls a 14, which has armor class 17. 17 is a miss. I'm armor class 18. <laughs> Can D- Dan, I'll tell you what would be really great. Yeah. If, if you could yeah. say that all over again without something in your mouth. Oh, sorry. Yeah, so 17 is a miss. I'm on class 18. <laughs> <laughs> so unforced and that's, that's just that's the thing. That's the way to yeah. do it. Yeah, that's, no, that's a miss. That's the, a miss. I'm on class 18. That's what six months at Juilliard gets in. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, 10, 20, 34. I'm going to learn how to fly. Talking of things that learn how to fly. Oh, no. Uh, yeah. What a terrible segue. I have maybe not great news. Um, yeah. It's all a question of perspective. Um, from the tree next to Burple, the form that Burple identified in the tree, yes, uh, before, when he was first attacked, uh, launches itself into the air. It is... A flying squirrel. A harple oh. of sorts, but it's sort of slightly more sinewy... Slightly more. It's a boss harple. A siren. It's the one. It's like a. It's. I think boss harple is a great boss harple. Sounds like a character from the Dukes of Hazard, but yes, boss harple is the uh, is a good phrase or a good good term. It launches itself into the air, but not at you, purple. Only so it can sing. No, it just books it out of there, heading directly south towards where you think Cuthbert went. Ah. Uh, and it really shifts when it gets going. It's not long before it's fled your field of vision, Burple, even with your light spell. Wow. It flashes through the little, basically the little dome of light that you've created with your light spell around Parker. Uh, and it sort of zooms off to the south, and it is screeching. Uh, if we might just quickly zoom back to the lair and uh, Cuthbert. Oh, great. Uh, Cuthbert, you're heading along this little passageway, padding back towards the passageway where you thought you saw what looked like bird droppings. Do you mean like bird droppings? Bird droppings? (laughs) Did you mean bird droppings? (laughs) Not bird droppings, but bird droppings. (laughs) The smallest This week on Spring Watch. (laughs) Uh, The the funniest things. Anyway, uh, Cuthbert. Yes. From that direction, you hear a kerfuffle. kerfuffle. Yes. Uh, there's no pretense at quietness or anything. You, but directly down that passageway where you saw the bird droppings. Bird droppings. From down there, you hear a kind of crashing sound. You hear screeching. You hear wing beats. Yes. And you hear a crashing sound. And from your north, as this sound kind of rattles through the lair. Mm-hmm. From your north, you hear kind of confused sounds. I, I, I'm sorry. Hello. Did somebody? Uh, what was that? I, I, I beg your pardon. What was this? I said, oh, my goodness. And you hear shouts. Uh, this 
screeching seems to be meaning something to the locals that is not meaning to you. Yeah. Uh, and from behind you, the passageway that you've just abandoned with the staircase behind you, you hear a voice go, an intruder! There must be an intruder! And we'll pick it up next time. Oh, you little shit. Oh. No. No, we won't pick it up next time. We'll pick <laughs> it up now. Hilltop Podcast is a Billowing Hilltop production. Dungeons and Dragons is a trademark of Wizards of the Coast. Encounter at Blackwall Keep and Age of Worms are copyright Paizo. Encounter at Blackwall Keep was written by Sean K. Reynolds. Music is from Kevin McLeod and Incompetech.com and is used with thanks under the Creative Commons license. Additional music and sound effects come from the wonderful Sirenscape. All other original material is copyright Billowing Hilltop. Role-playing games are all about getting people together and we use Roll20 as our tabletop, the perfect place to host your game and Discord to host our chat. Thanks for listening! Thank you.